Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. For a very limited time only, Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is giving our listeners a 30% discount with promo code USA. That's choq.com code USA for 30% off while supplies last. This is a day that people alive and old enough 60 years ago won't ever forget. President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, Texas on this day in 1963. There was a mass shooting last night in Philadelphia. Gunfire on the city's north side left seven people shot. Two of them died. Shootings thought to be the result of a dispute over drugs based on what police found in two cars at the scene. One of the vehicles in plain view appeared to have narcotics inside and another vehicle in plain view appeared to have some cash inside of that vehicle. Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small, all seven of the victims are believed to have been involved. No innocent bystanders hurt because lousy weather had the streets in Philadelphia mostly empty. Jack Callahan. Fox News. An accused killer in Colorado captured across the state line in New Mexico where police found Anmay Clark in the white pickup truck they were searching for. He's now facing murder charges after Monday's shooting in Custer County that left three people dead and another critically injured in what is believed to be a property dispute. A victory in court for gun owners' rights advocates in Maryland. A three-judge panel ruled a Maryland handgun licensing law was unconstitutionally restrictive to those seeking to purchase a firearm. The measure required potential buyers to submit to fingerprinting as part of a background check as well as take a firearm safety course in order to obtain a special license. Second Amendment advocates had filed a challenge in 2016. The law was initially passed in 2013 in the aftermath of that mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut. Tom Graham, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are up slightly before what is typically a light trading day before Thanksgiving when there is no trading. Then yesterday, the Dow dropped 62 points, ending a five-day streak of gains. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. It's the enemy over there. They're not your friends. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long & Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at 744-2990. And we welcome you back here. It's uh, Hour Number 3 as we are broadcasting live from the Hard Rock Hotel, the Riviera Maya here in Cancun, 
Mexico. It's the Cancun Challenge. The Highlanders will be playing for the Mayan Division Championship today at 3 against Northern Colorado. Coming up at 8.35, the Hall of Famer David Teal joins us. But right now, the Hall of Famer Bill Roth joins us. It's time for the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Buenos dias, William. How are you? Buenos dias, amigo. How's everything in Mexico? It is uh, really nice inside this resort. I know you've done this many times, right? You guys came down here a lot, uh, Mike Burnup was telling me. Uh, We've been there three... Two or three times, Two, twice for basketball and then a couple of times for vacation. But I'm at my place in Fort Lauderdale. You're in Mexico. The women are in the Cayman Islands. And burn-ups in Orlando. There, is there anyone left? <laughs> no. In, no. In no. I don't think so. I don't Radford, think so. There's, there's no one left. Turn out the lights when you leave. Well, happy Thanksgiving uh, day ahead to you. And, and to uh, you and, and to your family, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. This is the official holiday of all Hokies. But uh, I have a big catered uh, meal tomorrow. I know uh, Mexican Thanksgiving, what are you going to do? They're just going to serve you something at the hotel? Well, we're leaving really early in the morning, so it's a travel day. Thanksgiving is basically a travel day. We have to uh, make a stop. We're not direct from Cancun to Charlotte like we were from Charlotte to Cancun. We have to stop to Miami and go through customs and then head to Charlotte. So we're going to be traveling most of the day, unfortunately. So there's nothing like a Biscoff cookie on your flight to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yum. Joyous Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, let's get into a lot of things, man. And you're right. I, I, this was interesting, wasn't it, that here are the Huskies jumping ahead of FSU in the latest uh, playoff four. The college football playoff is looking like, boy, we are certainly glad they expanded to 12. Because we could have some real chaos. I don't know that we will, but we could. I think if you're a Florida State fan, you're like, our quarterback got hurt, we beat North Alabama by 100 points, and yet we dropped. And I think FSU will still be okay, and it'll be good for the ACC to get a team in the playoff um, if they beat Florida and then if they beat Louisville. And you would assume, Rick, that Florida State would jump the Ohio State-Michigan loser. At least you would hope. If you're sitting mm-hmm. in the ACC's commissioner's office or the Florida State head football coach's office, that's what you're banking on at this point. Travis injury, we don't really know how bad Jordan's hurt, do we? But it could be, could be a while. We hope not, but, you know, it could be some. Well, that's one of the big concerns is that if you've got a bunch of uh, – I mean, if, if, if you have four undefeated conference champions, it's easy. <clears throat> the, the, the question is if, if – if Oregon or Alabama or Texas wins the yeah. conference and they've got a loss and Texas has already beat Alabama and Oregon will have beaten Washington and they've got a loss, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you look at the resume of the best one-loss team and, and, and would a one-loss team jump Florida State without its great quarterback? That would be the question. But, you know, those are hypotheticals right now. Uh, I, I do think that going to 12 helps. <laughs> Now, there's going to yes. be some argument at the at the bottom, right? There's going to be some argument of, of who's 12, 13, 14. Because look at it right now. Try to, In fact, ESPN did that last night. They showed what next year's model would look with this year's rankings. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of dicey. Like, Louisville makes it, but just barely. And if, and, and if Louisville would lose this game to Florida State in Charlotte, mm-hmm. they stay in it. Right. So it, well. it, it's very interesting. 
It is, and I'm looking forward to at least getting to 12, like you say. I it does too, make things better. Yeah, no question. Well, let's get into the game. Um, the rivalry renewed this Saturday, and for Tech, it's about winning to get to a bowl game. And uh, your thoughts on the latest edition of uh, Hokies versus Cavs? Well, it is UVA's bowl game. It's their it is. game. It is. It is. Game. And then for the Hokies, it is, a, in essence, a playoff game to get to a bowl game. They need to win. And I'm very, very curious to see how this team plays because – Mike and I, Mike Burnup and I did our podcast yesterday. You know, there's only three guys on the Virginia Tech offense who have ever been to Scott Stadium. You know, it, it, it's hard to force feed a rivalry. And, and they're doing that this week in practice in terms of educating the guys. But, you know, Kyron Drones grew up in Texas. Right. He does, he's not familiar with this rivalry. Right. Um, and, you know... The guys who played in it in the 80s and the 90s and before that would always talk about what happens at the bottom of every uh, tackle and, and where fingers go at the bottom, inside right. the face mask, uh, <laughs> you know, what, 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 what's happening under there you know, in this game. And uh, they want to keep playing football. And I think that's, you know, whether it, this was a game against Virginia on Saturday or anyone else, I'm curious to see how the Hokies play in basically a playoff game, in a win-or-go-home game. And it'll be really important for this team, if it can win, then to get the extra month of practice, get another game, maybe end up with a winning season, play a good team in a bowl game. I mean, there's a lot on the line here, more than bragging rights, so to speak. Well, and I think I was going to ask you about that, but you hit it on the head. I think that extra month of practice is huge, isn't it, especially for a coaching staff that's still trying to implement everything. For this team, yeah. Yes. These guys, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, especially, you know, next year, your, your, your opening game is a is a uh, SEC team on the road. You know you're going to Miami. You know you're going to Stanford in, in, in the league. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's some crazy fun but crazy travel next year. You know, and I think that with recruiting, with the portal, I mean, they did so well offensively in the portal. I'll be curious to see what the portal looks like this year. There's going to be a lot of good players available. There's going to be some coaching changes. We already know, right, uh, Texas A&M has a coaching change. Syracuse has a coaching change. You know, Michigan State's going to have a new coach. There's a bunch out there. And, and, and so the, the portal is going to open up here, and, and let's see who maybe wants to be a Hokie. I want to talk about one of those guys, current Hokie, and Bashel Tootin, um, not carrying the ball much. A lot's been made of it. That's going to have to change on Saturday, isn't it? Coach Pry mentioned that yesterday, that they want to get him the ball 18 to 20 times. He touched it three times against NC State. Some of that had to do with a lack of snaps on the offense, and some of it had to do with the score of the game at the time because the Hokies fell behind. Uh, but but Tootin's one of their most effective weapons, catching the ball, running the ball, and, and to – to have him on the team and not give him the ball, he might as well not be on the team, right? I mean, right. You got to right. get him the ball. It doesn't. It, it doesn't help when 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 you see you want to get someone the ball eighteen times and they get three, and and so they're going to work on that different ways. And again, the score had something to do with it, but Pry wasn't convinced. He says we still got to get him the ball regardless of the score. Last week on the Roth Report, you talked about that Concepcion kid. Uh, for NC State, and boy, did he live up to the billing and even more. But you're saying now Virginia's got their version of that as well in this Washington yeah. guy. Uh, Malik Washington, you know, he's the ACC's top receiver. He's among the best statistically in every category. 
Uh, his his numbers are great, and he is uh, he needs nine catches to set a new ACC record for catches in a single season. And if you think of all the great receivers that have come through our conference, and you certainly wouldn't have expected the record holder to be at Virginia uh, in a season in which UVA's only won three games and has played two quarterbacks, but but he's got that opportunity, and they use him similarly to what NC State does with Concepcion. So Hokies need to know where Washington is. He's obviously going to catch a lot of passes because they're going to throw it to him a lot. But the key right, is not to right. let him, you know, if he catches a little four-yard pass, get him on the ground. And that was the issue last week. The Hokies could not get NC State's quarterback or Concepcion, Armstrong, the quarterback, Concepcion. They couldn't get him on the ground. So they would, they would catch a little three-yard pass, and the next thing you know, it's 26 yards down the field till you get him down. Or Armstrong's running, and the first one that touches him is after a 27-yard run. And, and you give NC State great credit for scheming that offense last week. They did a great job. Coach Anai and the offensive people at NC State did a really good job. Um, and, and the Hokies know that, obviously, they got, <laughs> you got to do a good job of getting guys down. That's right. Because and, and, you know who's going to catch the ball. This isn't like Virginia's run on the triple option. You're not sure who has it. it we know what they're going to do, but you got to tackle them. And, you know, last week Duke has good defensive players. Duke had a hard time with them. So I think it'll be a really close game. Virginia, this is, one, this is an amazing nugget I got out of their game notes. Virginia has had a double-digit lead. That means 10 or more points seven times this year. Wow. During the course of a game. And just three wins to show for it. Correct. Wow. Usually if you're up by 10 during the course of a game, you win it. Mm-hmm. So that's how close Virginia is to being 7-4. and four. If Tech wins, what what's Hokey fan looking at in terms of a bowl that they might participate in? Well, I did. I went through. I scoured the Internet. That's never a good thing to do, right? It's never a good thing to do. <laughs> right, right. Um, we know uh, last week the, the, the Charlotte people were at the game bowl scouts. The I, I looked at five – bowl projection websites today it's, uh, so Brett McMurphy and, and the uh, Schlebaugh, the ESPN guys uh, a couple others uh, Fox has theirs, CBS has its as well with uh, uh, they're very in depth where they go through all the possibilities and whatnot. and so I, I picked what I thought were the top five uh, and, and one of them has the Hokies in the first responder bowl in Dallas on twelve twenty six. That's against the Big Twelve team. Uh, two of them project if Virginia Tech wins, they'll play in the military bowl in Annapolis on December twenty seventh. And two of them, both I think it's Schleybaugh and Jerry Palm, both project Virginia Tech will play in the Sun Bowl in El Paso on December twenty ninth. Okay. Well, so that's those are all three. Good. Yeah, it's not Cancun. I hear a ball bouncing in the back. Yeah, we've got we've, we've got some guys out here starting to take some shots. But hey, we're we're getting it. ready for the championship. Any a bowl is bit a good bowl here. for the, any bowl is a good bowl for this team. Um, Absolutely. Dallas is a great city. Annapolis is a great city. El Paso on Christmas week is interesting. Having done it, uh, but if that's where we go, that's where we go. I just hope the Hokies get there. I think uh, after after they had those three straight wins at home that everyone was anticipating a bowl, and we'll see how they play Saturday. Got to beat Virginia, though. 
Got to beat Virginia right. to get there. And before we head out to the break, uh, speaking of basketball for Virginia Tech men's and women, it's it's a big uh, it's a big weekend coming up for both. Yeah, the Hokies are in Orla- the men are in Orlando, and they're going to yeah. play. They're going to play three top 100 teams. So they got Boise on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Boise State. Boise State's. Some people think they're a Sweet 16, Elite Eight kind of team. Then Friday they've got either Iowa State or VCU, and then Sunday. It'll be either Texas A&M or Butler or FAU. Uh, so, you, you know, you could, you could have Buzz Williams against the Hokies Sunday. Regardless, you're going to play three games against teams that are all thinking NCAA tournament. Right, right. All three teams that are, that are, that are really invested in basketball. And someone's going 0-3 in Orlando. That's right. Uh, and it's kind of like Chaminade. There's no – in the Maui Classic in Honolulu, there, there is no Chaminade there to – you get that easy Division Three win if you lose mm-hmm. two in a row. Yeah, the the Sunday game is going to be tough for somebody because you're going to have a pair sure. of two teams, and you're facing somebody good. The women are in the Cayman Islands. They're flying down today. They'll play Kansas Friday and then Tulane on Saturday. The Tech women are ranked ninth heading into this weekend. It is Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST as we're broadcasting live from Cancun here at the Cancun Challenge. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Bill's going to have the SMA update, his Baker team game of the week, and then his NRV Heart Clinic top three after we return. Coming back with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Stay with us. Don't go away. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. And True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. The Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. Virginia Tech men's and women's basketball teams are starting their 2023 season with strong expectations. Hokie fans are excited for the possibilities. We will be giving away tickets to several home games starting November the 15th on Big Dog Sports Talk and The Roth Report. Two tickets to Virginia Tech and Wolford will be given to a lucky caller. Listen to Rick Watson each morning for more details. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda, the Louise Baker team, remind you to go Hokies. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. Welcome back. It's BDST here from Cancun and the Roth Report and the SMA update. What's going on with the youngsters today, William? We've got a lot of good stuff. You know, this is Thanksgiving week, so there's no classes, <clears throat> but our crew is busy at work. We're going to have a, a group of six students at the UVA game Saturday, uh, writing and broadcasting. We have two young uh, journalists heading down to Orlando with the men's team. Yeah, I'm really excited that they'll get to do that. Um, they're flying. There's that uh, very cheap flight out of Roanoke on uh, is it Allegiant? I forget the airline. Little yeah. nonstop flight. And they're going to pop down to Orlando, see three men's games. Then 
Uh, they're going to tag along with uh, alumnus David Cunningham, and they're going to drive to LSU for the Virginia Tech-LSU women's game. Um, bah, 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 that's Monday or Tuesday, and then mm-hmm. and then they'll drive up to Auburn for the Virginia Tech-Auburn men's game. Very cool. Which is part of the, uh, the new SEC-ACC basketball challenge. So they're going to see three great men's games in Orlando. Uh, they'll see... LSU is great, obviously. It'll be a rematch of the Final Four game uh, in Baton Rouge. LSU's got some drama on the women's basketball side, by the way. If you, I know yeah. fans follow that. Uh, the, 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 their top player is MIA, and the coach won't discuss it. And then up to Auburn. So between Orlando, Baton Rouge, and Auburn, and Charlottesville, uh, we've got some students all over the country. So I'm excited about that. This is during break. This is what they're, do- this is what they're doing when there are no classes. So right. I'm excited for them and... and They'll have an opportunity to do their stuff uh, on the road here this week. We'll we'll turn Orlando and Charlottesville and, and Baton Rouge and Auburn into classrooms at Virginia Tech. Love it. Love it, as always. Great opportunities for those youngsters. All right, now, it's rivalry week for the most part. There were a couple games last week, but this week's the big one, and my goodness, your Baker team game of the week. Which way are you going to go? Uh, you know, I thought about it. Should we be co- uh, contrarian here and try something new? Should we go for something unusual? But Michigan's playing Ohio State in football, and there's a lot on the line. A lot on and, the line. And there's drama there as well with Michigan, and there's playoff implications. And the, the winner can't win the league, so the loser of the Michigan-Ohio State game you know they're ranked number two and three in the country, um, and it could it should be a, a really really good football game, um, and, and and the winner's got a great shot to make the playoff. I like it. Has to be. Yeah, you're right. And we'll see what happens in that one. And we'll finish up here. It's time now. Ooh, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's the NRV Heart Clinic Bills top three. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. All right. What are we looking for? I like being kept in the dark here. Where you are we have looking no at? idea where I'm going today, do you? I, I do not. I do not. You know, Thanksgiving is an extremely personal holiday, Rick, as you know. I mean, yes. Strong traditions for Thanksgiving. And as a result, strong opinions, right? Mm-hmm. So Campbell's, that's the, the, the food company, Soup Campbell's, did, did a survey of over 4,000 people about their Thanksgiving food preferences. Right. What you like, what you love, and what you could do without. And so, by the way, 54% of the people polled said they would be content with just sides for Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Just go with the sides and dessert. I'm not one of those 54 I'm not either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, th- wh- what are your favorite sides? And In and, and America, our favorite side, well, it's a Thanksgiving, it's an American holiday. Potatoes take first pl- prize in 22 states, whether it's mashed potato, whipped potato. Some sort of potato seems to be everyone's most popular side dish. But they asked 4,000 Americans, what side dishes would you do without? Oh, okay, cool. What, in other words, what do you don't want? Okay. And the top three most disliked side items. Number three, 16% of Americans said they could do without the roasted vegetables. 
Yes, I concur. 16% of Americans said we don't want roasted <laughs> vegetables. No. That's number three. Number two on America's most disliked Thanksgiving side dish, sweet potato casserole. 23% of Americans said, you know, we can do without the sweet potato casserole. I, I think I fall in line with that as well. Two for two. Yep. And the number one disliked side item, according <laughs> to Campbell's Soup, in its okay. survey of 4,000 Americans. <laughs> okay. 31%, 31.4, just under a third, said, we can do without this, the green bean casserole. Ah, uh, I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> you, Absolutely. You, you like green bean casserole or you could do without it? I could do without it. Most people of the age of 60 chose green bean casserole as their most disliked Thanksgiving dish. <laughs> Hold on, I have no place in this battle. But green bean casserole is the only thing I require from Thanksgiving. <laughs> See, it's a very personal holiday with strong opinions. There you go. Just like you said. I don't uh. even need turkey. <laughs> so tomorrow, here at the Roth House, we're having it catered because the last time that I cooked, the, the smoke detector went off. So we're having it catered. <laughs> um, we're having turkey. Uh, we're having mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, stuffing. Uh, I am doing green beans as a side. We are, we're having green beans. Uh, mac and che- Homemade mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I passed on the deviled eggs. I passed on uh, a couple of other things, but I, I'm, I'm going with the skillet cornbread. There'll, there'll, be a, there'll be two beautiful skillets of cornbread tomorrow. Nice. Um, plus... There's a lot of wine and bourbon. <laughs> can and we can we like show up at Bill's house for leftovers? <laughs> and we have uh, and then we have um, apple pie. All right, that's what we've got. You and sold then me. We get, and then we're getting on a plane to Charlottesville. <laughs> yeah, then you got Then you'll be asleep for a while. <laughs> yeah, and then we fly to Charlottesville. But we're, we're going to have a good meal, and I want everyone awesome. to have a happy Thanksgiving. You know, we uh, we joke about it, but it, there's a reason for this holiday, and we should give thanks every day. And I think we do. Um, but Rick, I'm thankful for you, and I'm thankful for Hokie fans. I'm even thank, thankful for Cavalier fans. I'm there. You go. Uh, Absolutely. It's it's a it's a time of year. Our world is crazy right now. Um, domestically internationally there's so much crazy things happening and, and this is a good week to tell people we love them and what we're thankful for so uh, i hope you have a great thanksgiving with your second family your your radford basketball team and uh, good luck today all right very well said my friend happy thanksgiving to you and your family please stay safe in your travels and we'll be tuned in on saturday sounds good all right there you go brother that's bill roth and the roth report great stuff great sentiments there from bill and I liked his poll. I got to agree with the peeps. I know you disagree with me, Nathan Sparks, but see ya, green bean casserole. See ya. Uh, all right, we're headed to the bottom of the hour. David Teal joins us next. Stay with us here as we roll along here on this Wednesday edition from the Hard Rock Hotel Cancun Challenge. Stay with us. Don't go away. <laughs> Los 
beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling at True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Patrick K. Moore PC is a well-established law firm located in Radford and Blacksburg that provides a wide range of quality, cost-effective legal services to clients throughout the New River Valley area. Patrick and his team strive to meet the legal needs of individual clients and their families and of small businesses by offering personalized services that allows them to understand each client's individual goals. And this holiday season, Patrick K. Moore is a proud sponsor of Toys for Tots. You can drop off toys now through December 10th at both their Radford and Blacksburg offices. For more info, you can reach them at 633 or on the web at patrickmorelaw.com. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. Don't let cooking for the holidays add to your stress. Reach out to Connie Hale at Buffalo and Moore in Reiner for meal ideas and family-style catering. She is now offering grab-and-go. Stop by for a quick sandwich and drink, for dinner ideas, or a great dessert to take home with you. Let Connie do the cooking for you this holiday season. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda wish you the very best of holidays for you and your family. 